Hello, and welcome to the Dairy Defined podcast. Krista Harden is two months into her new role as president and CEO of the U.S. Dairy Export Council, but the time for transitions is short. Dairy has been growing ever more global for years, but the coronavirus pandemic has only accelerated the shift. The U.S. exported more than 2 million tons of dairy solids in 2020. That's an all-time record, and 2021 is shaping up to be another banner year. Harden serves U.S. dairy farmers as they chart a sustainable future in the global marketplace, and her career has suited her well for this role. She has served as Chief Sustainability Officer with Corteva and DuPont, previously served as the U.S. Deputy Secretary of Agriculture, as well as USDA's Chief of Staff and Assistant Secretary for Congressional Relations. She also has been the CEO of the National Association of Conservation Districts. The world needs U.S. dairy, and the world needs sustainability. Krista Harden is here to talk about how they connect for everyone's benefit. Krista, thank you for being here. Thank you, Ellen. It's great to be with you and with your listeners. According to the announcement that we saw when you became head of USDEC last February, here's what you do. Harden will direct a staff of dairy trade specialists, trade policy professionals, a global marketing team, a strategy and insights team, and oversee eight international offices working to facilitate dairy product and ingredient application knowledge, identify market opportunities, monitor regulatory activity, and work toward improving the business climate for U.S. dairy. That's a lot. That is a lot, Alan. When you read that list, I'm like, boy, am I tired, um, even in, in early mornings. But it, it really is about bringing all those elements together um, to make sure that we are really working for dairy farmers and dairy industry um, to open markets worldwide. So, um, you know, we have a great staff, a strong staff. Um, you know, we U.S. DEC was created 25 years ago, so we have a little track record. We know what we're doing. I think the last four under Secretary Vilsack have been outstanding years. Um, He opened a lot of doors for us. And I feel like part of my job is just making sure we get through those doors and we continue to grow markets. We expand where we already are, but start looking for emerging markets. So um, there's a a lot of challenges. There's no doubt Um, we're dealing still with the global recovery from COVID. And that is uneven across the, you know, across the world. Some places are ahead and are going back to work, back to restaurants. Other places are not. So there's a lot of making sure that we are nimble and flexible and continue to build on um, really the good year we had last year. And right before you came to Dairy, you were at Corteva, but USDEC was not your first stop in the dairy sector. Tell us a little bit about the work you did with dairy before USDEC and how that continues to connect with what you're doing. Well, you know, I was um, really recruited by Tom Gallagher and Barbara Bryan and Secretary Vilsack to come lead the Global Environmental Strategy for Dairy Management, Inc. Um, It was a job that um, was extremely exciting. I came at a perfect time when the industry was coming together through the Innovation Center to look at our environmental goals for the industry. So, folks really were thinking about, you know, we want to be this environmental solution. We want dairy to U.S. dairy to be better understood about our commitment to the environment, to, to the community, to, you know, producing a nutritious product, but only under this auspices of sustainability. What does that mean for dairy? So I was so fortunate to be to brought in at a really, really interesting time in our industry, a turning point in some ways, for us to define ourselves as U.S. dairy, not letting others, not letting others describe us or define us, but making sure that we set goals that are right for us, 
that we're visible, that we talk about those goals. We talk about how tough sometimes it is to reach those goals. So it was a perfect like entree, I would say, into the dairy industry. I'd worked around the edges of dairy before when I was at USDA. You mentioned that. Um, so there's no way to work in food and agriculture like you have a like I have over my career and not come in touch with dairy. Every farm bill, every major piece of legislation, dairy is often at the forefront. But really the year that I spent leading the global environmental strategy, I think really just helped me better understand dairy farmers, frankly, what they have to go through to, to really be that good steward. But I also saw their passion and their commitment and their vision for the future. So I'm so excited that I really did have um, an opportunity to work so closely with them. And it seems like something that would springboard well then into USDEC, where you're looking at U.S. dairy farmer interest, but you're now on this global stage. Most definitely. And I would really like to note, Alan, that my title always included global I always had one eye, one ear, if you will, looking outward beyond our borders because we have very productive farmers. We have efficient and effective production in our country and we need additional markets. It's just, it's the world today. It's, it's, it's really open for us. But there are a lot of things that go in, you know, into play when you're, you're looking um, at global markets. So I always had kind of a keen interest and what was happening on the export side, paid attention to what was happening, what the requirements are, how market access was working. So really, it was a good fit, frankly, for me to always kind of be involved um, with a kind of a global focus, even though I was working very much with um, the domestic production. And speaking of sustainability, we're just coming off of Earth Day. Um, I know you're active in the World Economic Forum, the Global Child Nutrition Foundation, other organizations. How important is it for U.S. dairy to be part of the discussions you hear in these organizations about sustainability, the future of the planet, where agriculture fits? It is critical that we're at the table. Otherwise, someone else, some other organization, some group of people, it can be competitors, it can be those who don't understand or like what we do, who define us, who decide who we are and how we do what we do. We have to be there with our own voice to help everyone understand the really the toughness, the, the kind of the hard effort that dairy farmers have to go through, but also their passion and their commitment to doing the right thing for farming in the right way, how modern we are today, how developed we are, how we adopt technologies and we invest in science. I want everyone to know that, but I'm not going to leave it up to somebody else and hope that they tell our story. I want to be there doing that for dairy farmers and just as importantly, I want them there. And we're so great to have very articulate farmers who have a passion for what they do. They love what they do for a number of reasons. And one of them is because they understand wise use of natural resources and they care about their footprint. They care about being a good neighbor. That's the image of U.S. dairy that I am determined the world needs to see and will see. Um, over the next months and years. Well, as you said, it's a competitive marketplace. Uh, you're trying to craft a narrative. When you're doing this, what strengths of U.S. dairy can you leverage? What areas do you think the story could use some improvement? Well, I think really it's, it's defining who we are. I, I think a lot of folks around the world, and sometimes even in our own country, frankly, have this image of, of dairy that's very dated. 
Um, they think about what they've seen and they learn as children or as younger adults. They don't see that modern farmer today, that commitment to te technology, that one who makes investment in science and is making changes on their farms every day to make sure they're more productive, but they're also more efficient and also, you know, caring about our natural resources, the water use, where their feed comes from, all the different elements of a farm. So I really think part of what we got to do is make sure that we're a little more transparent. We talk about what we do. We talk about what we don't know. And that's very, very vulnerable, um, makes a farmer vulnerable, I think, when they say we don't have all the answers. But when I think about those goals that the Innovation Center set, you know, marked was a year ago bold, brave time in this industry's history when those CEOs agreed to say, we're going to set really important environmental goals right when COVID was starting. A great time to pivot, a great time to do something else, get the can down the road, but no, they were brave, bold, and they did it. Um, they're saying this isn't easy. We don't have all the answers. Our goals are for 2050 because there is a path that we're going to have to follow. There's research that needs to be done. There's testing. There's measurement. There's emerging technology, uh, technologies and practices that have to be adjusted. And I think admitting that is something that's hard to do, that we have to say, we don't have all the answers today, but we're committed to finding them and that we are going to find them. We are going to work to make sure that we do. That's the story I want to make sure that the rest of the world understands and sees U.S. Dairy as a leader when it comes to sustainability they're good stewards. Um, our industry from really throughout the chain is very committed to this set of goals. And we, we have the opportunity to be able to do that. We are productive. We are efficient. We are an effective partner. That's what we've got to continue to tell and help us, you know, really explain to our customers and to consumers. Let's zero in on that discussion you had about technology and science and, and dairy farmers seeking solutions, because there's a key date coming up in September. Uh, the United Nations is holding a food system summit. Uh, it's very clear from the discussion around this that in some places, the European Union, NGOs, others, that technology, precision agriculture, a lot of the things U.S. farmers do and use to improve their stewardship are under attack. What do the opponents miss about the U.S. dairy story? Well, I, first, I want to just step back just a little bit, Alan, and make sure that listeners understand that the U.N. Food Systems Summit is um, a really a globally influenced event that can really impact food, farm, and trade policy going forward. Its stated goal is to radically change the way we produce, process, and consume food. If that didn't wake you up, and make you think we better be involved and we need to make sure that U.S. Dairy's voice is heard and understood, that we do talk about technologies. We do talk about things as simple as precision agriculture. I'm a daughter of farmers. We've been using precision ag for many, many, many years, things that are just trusted by farmers. And, you know, things like crop rotation, cover crops, some of those kind of practices, we have to explain that what they mean for a farmer but also methane digesters and what happens to products after the main methane digester. There's a number of technologies, feed additives, for instance, we're testing now, hoping to get approval by FDA and, and, and in the near term. All these different issues will help make our farmers more sustainable. We need the opportunity, the chance to be able to test these, to prove these out, to measure we don't need somebody or some group of folks telling us that we can't do that. 
our farmers, our industry needs the opportunity to be able to do that. And I know we'll make right, the good decisions. We'll make the right decisions if given those opportunities. So I really just think that um, our opponents kind of miss modern ag- agriculture. What's happening in the in the play in the world today? What's happening on farms today? How critical um, it is that we do have technology. We use technology in all of our lives, every aspect of our lives, and certainly farming is no different. In fact, and in some cases, we're a leader um, in the adoption of technologies, and I, we have been, and I think we'll continue to be here in the U.S. So, what does the future hold for U.S. dairy exports? I believe it. I believe it's very bright. I'm very excited about what's happening. That's one of the main reasons I wanted to work um, in this industry and wanted this position, frankly, because I believe our future is exciting. I think we have great products. I think our farmers are the most productive in the world. They're ready to meet the challenges of the world. Um, And there's a great demand for what we produce. And so we've got to be there. We've got to be in those markets. We've got to be building trust, building our reputation, building our image. And I just remind folks, USDEC, as as an organization, we don't export one drop of anything or one product. We export value. We export consistency and image and reputation that our industry is building and has built, frankly, for decades. So I'm very excited to be able to look ahead to exciting new markets. You know, what's the next Indonesia? Is it the Philippines? It's somewhere in Southeast Asia, likely. How do we build on traditional markets and bring them new products? It's just so exciting to think about what's around the corner. It is really going to be a fun ride and an exciting ride. So hang on. We've been speaking with Krista Harden, the president and CEO of the U.S. Dairy Export Council. Krista, thank you for your time. Thank you. It's been great. I enjoyed it very much. And that's it for today's podcast. For more on the U.S. Dairy Export Council, including rich data resources and an up-to-the-minute blog on trade developments, visit usdec.org. That's usdec.org. For more from us, this podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play under the podcast name Dairy Defined. Thank you for joining us. <laughs>